previously on Cyberscape. So you stepped in, uh, you, you, you stopped for a second, T-Pose, dab, blow by holy water. Mist <laughs> worships the god Fortnite. Beetle-like creatures encircle you. It identifies the creatures as rust monsters. I'm backing up behind Whisk going, no, 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 no. <laughs> they begin to nom away at the short sword and you see as it breaks in half and begins to like dissolve in their mouths as they munch on it like eating hard candy. I want to use my move. It goes to 11. If I succeed, they attack their nearest ally. As he begins munching away at his brother Rust Monster. Oh, oh um, no. Freddy? <laughs> Freddy? What if I died? No, I hate this. <laughs> you begin to see ahead of you a bit of a glow um, coming from down the passageway. What do you I see? You find this city of dwarven ghosts. Guys, there's totally something down there. That's a big nope. You see this just abomination that lifts itself out and almost seems to bend itself into a smile. And you hear it say, Snack time! Utopia Gaming Software presents an endless virtual adventure to carry you past the edges of your imagination to a fully immersive fantasy experience unlike any you have ever known. Treasure, friendship, adventure, and glory await you in... Cyberscape. So, uh, we are back for more uh, Cyberscape. Uh, uh, we have a little bit of a um, casting change here today. Uh, we are unfortunately missing um, Lindsay and uh, Wist as a result, but we have a uh, we have a blue back, <laughs> a blue back whale. <laughs> yeah, we reclassed. <laughs> We've reclassed our uh, uh, Ryan, and he's flying a whale for the rest of this. I expect nothing but whale noises for the rest of the game. And then I will slap water like <laughs> humpback whale mamas do to let their calves know that they are near and that they love them and that they're proud of them. <laughs> I need that sound uh, effect. Now. Do you guys need me and Morgan for this, or no? Can we I don't go? Think so. You guys are good. I'll call you in when it's your time to talk. Okay, uh, so. now, thank you everyone for, for joining us uh, today. Uh, so it's been a minute. Um, we've got a lot of stuff going on right now uh, that I think we just need to jump into because um, everyone out there is just listening to the recap and I don't need to go through all that. So uh, yeah, right now at this very moment, in this, I think we're getting a sort of a uh, Malcolm in the Middle freeze frame uh, with uh, Aster. Timely <laughs> reference. Yep. <laughs> oh, my favorite Netflix show. Malcolm in the fucking middle. <laughs> I just pulled that out of nowhere. We know, we know. I don't think I've thought about that show. So, like 10 years. so you know this like trick in cinema where they stop the I mean, you may know it from such works like Malcolm in the middle and nothing else. <laughs> where they freeze the frame. <laughs> Listen, by my recollection, all modern media ended in about 2005. So uh, you can expect nothing but the most timely of references from me. <laughs> Avengers, what are those? Is that when the Fast and the Furious came out? Because we all know that's the only movie you've ever seen. Uh, I could do a quick Google and find out, but I'm not going to. But that's I probably am. About the same time. Okay, you got it. Okay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I got a fact straight. Um. Anyway, while our researcher works on that, uh, we have... Oh, no. A, what? Hold on. 2001. Oh, jeez. Yikes. 40. Whew. Okay, well, anyway, that that's over. Now that we've wasted 10 minutes of our podcast hey, here. If you're having fun, you're not wasting time. That's true. Anyway, so the three of you are currently standing in the base of this uh, dwarven city. Um, uh, the, the the very sort of lowest recess of it, um, and where there is this well, 
um, all these ghosts are still floating around doing their own ghostly things, not really paying any attention to you, not really even caring what's about to happen. Uh, but the three of you are locked currently on to this abomination that has pulled itself out of the depths of this uh, this massive well and it's just covered in all sorts of things uh, it's got bits of of houses and carts and bones and and rocks and and different uh bits of metal twisted like weapons and and other different facets uh all sort of jutting out of it as it lifts itself out of this uh this abyss and um it lets out this low uh moaning sort of gurgle and oh. yeah more whale noises here um and wis takes a step back understanding what it says the two of you don't understand uh what it says but as it as it does that this eye opens up in the center of its head this massive green eye um and it twists itself up to this Almost looks like a, it's it's smizing right now. It's smiling with its eyes. Um, doesn't have a mouth, uh, but it is smizing. Uh, and this massive tendril of ichor lifts, uh, kind of shoots out of the top of it and goes to crash down on to the three of you. Uh, what do you do? Scream. Okay. Also, probably that. Take it. Uh... I mean, I would like to not get smashed. I would also love to not get smashed. Okay, so you you Can leap out of the leap out of the way. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna make you guys make a defy danger roll with dexterity. Uh, nine. Also nine. nine. Nice. Okay, so two mixed successes. Um, and I think the way we're gonna do this is two mixed successes is gonna equal a full success, a full failure for Wist. Um, as the two of you leap out of the way, uh, Wist, the slowest of the angels, um, is not able to. Uh, again, more timely references, which is more timely because they're making the movie. But anyway, you're in uh, the mood they, today. Yeah. Uh, it crashes down on top of her. I, I, it would be remiss if we didn't, if like Lindsay will be upset if we don't say that Wist does a dramatic sacrifice to save the other two. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's some, she, she uh, with one hand each, she pushes the yeah. two of them out of the way. And all you can see as it, as it crushes, or you think it's crushing her, but it, it doesn't really, um, as it sort of warps around her and you just see her head kind of poke out of the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no and yes. she looks confused for a second before it retracts backwards into itself oh, yes. uh dragging wist with it and now you just see wist uh shoulders head and like part of uh like her right hand uh <laughs> jutting out of the uh the digester uh, oh, no. it's like one of those new carriers that they make for cats where their whole body is in the bag with their heads sticking out yes yeah it's just like that she goes um so this isn't really where i want to be right now uh help please uh as the creature just <laughs> um Ew. <laughs> what do you guys do okay does it have like it has does does it just have the one tentacle or does it have like a few of them it it doesn't really have tentacles as much as it just like is able to create like pseudopods it. using ah, matter. It's got on it. Icker. That's gross. I I'm gonna guess the talking it down is probably not. Uh, an don't recognize it. This language. is Tal speaking. <laughs> uh, probably not. It's kind of big, and it looks like it is hungry. Uh, I would like to cast mass magic missile at okay. it. Okay, go to cast your spell. Uh, 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 oh, seven. Seven. Oh, something okay. happens on a seven when I'm casting magic. Yes. Uh, is this a, oh, no, no. I, I, for a second, I was like, is this the first time you've successfully done magic missile? But I think you did it the very first time you did it was successful. I did. I've done it before. Uh, sorry, hang on. I got to pull up the thing for casting magic. It's okay. I wish I had it in front of me, but I do not. Is that it? Nope, that's my spell book. Uh, <laughs> prepare spells. No, cast a spell. That's what I'm doing. That sounds right. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh but go. that doesn't say what it does on. A... I've got it. Uh, 
on a mixed success. Uh, so on a seven to nine, the spells cast, but choose one. Um, oh yeah, I have to pick one of these. Okay. Well. Oh wait, that's not. That's the. Uh, yeah. So on choose one, um, you draw and welcome attention. The spell disturbs this fabric of reality as it's cast, and you take negative one ongoing to cast a spell until you prepare spells again, or after it's cast. Uh, the spell's forgotten, and you cannot cast the spell again until you prepare spells. Okay, let's say that I draw unwelcome attention. Okay, okay. Um, so go ahead and uh, roll your damage for the spell casting. Okay, it's not much. It's my little baby pew pew. <laughs> does four uh, damage. That's not bad. Um, so the uh, magic missiles go shooting out and then uh, run, just smack in the sides. It's sending like little ripples and bursts of this ichor off of it. Um, and it hits. And, and, and it does seem to like eat away a little bit of this massive form. This thing is huge. And it's going to take a lot more than that to bring it down. Uh, however, as you cast a spell, the creature's eye sort of locks on to you. Um, and... Uh, another pseudopod lashes out at you. Um, I need you to roll me uh, 1d10. A d10. Okay, that's... Uh, this one is a d10. Four. Okay. Uh, plus one is five. So you take five points of damage and it ignores armor. <gasps> Ow! Uh, as oh, the... that's a lot. As the pseudopod uh, smacks into you and it hits and like the, the impact hurts. Uh, but I think what begins to hurt more is the acid, uh, uh, the, this acidic nature of the pseudopod uh, as it begins to sort of dissolve away at you. Um, and uh, it, it, it stings a, a great deal um, as that happens. Um, it's a slow digestion, but um, it, it, you definitely feel it. Uh, Tao, what do you uh doing well does aster look like really hurt i'm like a little bit hurt i'm like at two-thirds uh okay i'm gonna try to shoot the um the uh the monster with my bow okay uh roll volley volley yeah i remember to rule seven uh seven okay so that's again a mixed success um so you get to choose one you hit uh so you'll deal your damage uh but you also have to choose to you have to move the shot and which is going to uh, move to take the shot which is going to put you in danger yeah uh you have to take negative 1d6 damage that's um, such a gamble because my damage is 1d6. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, or you have to take several shots and reduce your ammo. Uh, I'm going to move to get the shot. Okay. Um, so you go running over to get the shot and uh, you fire. Um, and as you fire at the creature, uh, the, the arrow or the, the bolt um, does hit um, and sort of pierces a neat little hole straight through one of its pseudopods. Um, uh, go to roll damage six. for that. Okay, six. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, so six points of damage. Yeah, yeah, creates a pretty big hole uh, in the pseudopod, and the thing goes and seems to sort of warble and retract onto itself. But as that is happening, uh, there's a cracking noise, and some of the stonework beneath you begins to crumble away and actually shifts, uh, not being the most uh, stable at this point uh, given its age uh -huh. and you lose your your footing and you uh -huh. begin to slide uh -huh. uh, you don't totally fall uh, you do kind of catch yourself uh, halfway sliding down this hole that is opened up in the floor um, but you can see beneath you it's just like a slide into darkness um, and you don't want to go for any further that way currently uh, however as that happens uh, there is a little da ding and in the corner of your vision, you just see a little like pending message uh, uh, icon. Okay, I click it, I guess. <laughs> uh, you, you click it, and in the background, there's the like the and all the like the, the tendril sh uh, slamming down, and Aster kind of running around trying to cast her spells, shooting off magic missiles. I'm checking uh, my email. 
Just like <laughs> Wiss head, just like kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wiss slowly being pulled further and further into the creature, uh, and you just uh, see the little. I don't know what blues like. I'm imagining this little like chibi, uh, like like waving and stuff or something like that. I don't know what his little icon would be. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hmm. I, yeah. I don't know enough about chibi terms to, to to play off that joke, but like I like it, okay. <laughs> so I'll just say yes. <laughs> uh, got a real big this, head, and you're super cute. Yeah, you yeah. just see this little chibi version of Blue uh, waving at you, and it says, uh, "Doing this thing, like pulling down the eyelid." <laughs> yeah. Uh, join party request. Oh yeah, yeah, I click yes. Okay, uh, you click yes, and at that moment, Blue, uh, from your little plane of existence, uh, suddenly you you materialize, and everything starts coming around you. You look down, you see Tal on the ground, sliding away, and you look up and you see this massive unholy abomination in front of you. Oh, are you for serious? <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. I move back away and uh, uh, quickly remove my bow from wherever I keep it and <laughs> send it off and I a purse, my bow purse. I remove it from my bow purse and I shoot off an arrow. Um, okay. Fire yeah, roll to volley. Okay. What's my dex mod again? Okay. Fail. Four. Ooh. Okay. Uh... I think, I don't think there's a specific thing that happens, but I'm going to say something bad happens. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> blue materializes and uh, you pull your bow and you take your shot. Oh, wait, oh, do I, th I rolled 2d6, don't I? <laughs> yes, you yes. do. Did you roll 1d6? Yeah, ah. sorry. It's been, a, it's been a minute. How am I supposed to roll a 10 with that? <laughs> It's, you know what? It's still bad. I roll, still roll a six. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you roll a six. Did you add your dexterity to it, too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, Just making sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, yep. So you aim and uh, you go to fire. However, this, this cracking in the floor uh, causes you to lose your balance for a moment. And the shot goes wide. Actually, just like arcs straight up in the air. Um and you hear it, there are these like platforms kind of crisscross across this um, this pit that this uh, city is built around. And it hits one of them. And uh, you look up and you see a um, one of these, the, the platform that you hit, uh, you, the arrow just sort of perfectly struck uh, some ropes currently binding it together. Uh, and it begins to sever and kind of... <laughs> and then snaps... And this huge panel of wood comes falling straight down and poof, slams on top of the digester, kind of poof, shooting it back down the hole uh, with whisk. And you just hear, <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Says <laughs> oh, confidently. Okay. Uh, Good shot. That was wow. I didn't even see that platform there. You're such a good aim. Um, where's Wist? I thought she was in the party. I, can't, I go to the edge of the hole. I hear is the anything? platform still covering? Uh, the platform is covering the hole right There's now. No. Uh, just like get close your... to it. Like, do I hear, can I hear anything? Or <laughs> you put your ear to it. And you just hear. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. Uh, so, uh, Wiscock kind of got grabbed by that thing, and uh, now she's down there in that pit with it. Do any of us uh, know what the consequences of dying in this game are? I uh, believe... I believe... <laughs> that's an interesting question. Do you mean, like, in more permanent sense? Or do you mean, like, within your own id and persona anything? Or do you mean, like, just in a how do you mean? I mean, like, for your avatar. But I guess also for you? I'm fine. I mean, they probably wouldn't put out a game that would actually hurt people, right? I mean, that one guy did chuck me across an entire arcade and then run across a whole city with his super speed. But yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, 
They also had one game called Fallout 76 that hurt quite a bit of people. Oh, I heard about that. Uh, While you guys are having this conversation, you begin to hear this this noise from behind you, and it's this... Uh, and you look over and you realize the sound is attached to a rocking chair and sitting on that rocking chair is a uh, spectral dwarf who's wearing a uh, Stetson and has a uh, cigar sticking out of his mouth and this kind of five o'clock ghostly shadow across his face Uh, and he kind of tips up the hat uh, and says blue resets his watch real quickly continue Looks like y'all have gotten yourself in quite the predicament here. I mean, it seems like we're fine, so. Yeah, sweet commentary, old timer. Well, y'all might be fine, but uh, your friend down there got grabbed by the digester. I don't reckon she'll be good for too long. And what oh, is that, that what it's called? Yeah, it's uh, the squirrely one. It's been taking people here for some time back to its lair, and, well, I think the name says it all. But does it really? Is this the kind of digestion like a Sarlacc pit where it takes thousands of years to get through a piece of meat, or is it more like uh, some dogs where they get through that thing pretty quick, passes right through? I reckon it just depends on how hungry the creature is that day. So what about this day in particular? suppose there's only one way to find out and he uh, sort of stands up from the chair and tips kind of readjusts his uh his hat he says i suppose old doug here will have to take you down there is that you are you doug that would be my name does he does he have a shovel <laughs> there's is a that kind, is it that kind of doug is there no O and doug <laughs> Uh, there is there is um as his name icon sort of uh appears above him it is D- it is d-u-g okay <laughs> okay okay that's a little on the nose but uh you know i respect that i respect that uh do you i mean as much as i do anything i guess so i'm here i'm here to help out with this uh this old thing it was a. Uh, I feel like it's been forever since I've seen you all. You're looking well, little, little tired, little aged, especially around the eyes. But uh, it's good to see you. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, should we just, Doug? Can you show us where to go? Well, of course. There, I, I can certainly light, lead the way. Uh, and he uh, he grabs his ghostly pickaxe and he goes sauntering in front of you uh, and down uh, towards a passageway um, that leads out from this main sort of uh, uh, chamber that you've been in. He says, better head on over this way and uh, get to it. It's gonna be a, gonna be a bumpy road. I should have just taken the train. I mean, does he speak like entirely in cliches? Is that his thing? Is this probably? Hi, boy. Is it? And uh, um, so I'm, you know, I admittedly I'm new to the situation. So, uh, is that is that ghostly pickaxe gonna do anything at all, or is it just like some sort of? <laughs> is it more gonna be more of a, like a metaphorical thing that's happening? I, I don't. I mean. I wouldn't rely on NPCs to contribute anything. Okay, we might need some real pickaxes then. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I mean, if we're having to dig. We're following a little little dork named Doug. Blue, I don't know. All right. Hey, you know what? That's fine. This game is weird. I am, I am comfortable with the not knowing. So, oh, Well, that makes one of us. Yeah, I mean, we could look out and see if we see any pickaxes. Maybe we'll find some if we need to start digging. Although I don't think my strength stat in this game is very high. Oh, mine's very bad. Uh-oh. Uh, well, well maybe we won't have to dig. Maybe Doug could do it for us. Maybe it's really bad that Wist is the one that got kidnapped, huh? If Doug can't dig, then I'm... I don't dig that. I'm... I find that very frustrating, but let's continue to follow the wispy fellow and uh, we'll see what happens. 
Uh, and I should clarify, he doesn't actually have feet. He does have like the little ghost trail, like the Casper ghost trail. <laughs> Even better. I, I, tr- I try not to smell it. <laughs> um, and you follow behind Doug for a little bit on this gently sloping uh, passageway. It looks like it was once like a mine shaft and there's like the cart tracks in the center. And you do pass by some... Uh, well, what were once pickaxes, uh, the handles of pickaxes, as most of the iron has been eaten away by this uh, rust monster infestation. Um, so just a lot of wood, wooden sticks uh, in here. And as you're following Doug, just out of nowhere, he starts going, well, since you asked about it, I'll tell you a bit about the digester. Uh, this thing's been giving us a hard time down here. Well, it was some time ago. I'm not quite sure the year when that thing was uh, brought to brought to bear. Uh, all sorts of experimentation followed the drying up of our mineral veins here, and well, most of them were, well, for lack of a better term, fucking failures. <laughs> so. Uh, more than anything else, we needed something to do with all the discarded bits. And uh, someone had a clever idea of creating a creature that'd be able to take care of that for us. But the more it ate, the more powerful it seemed to become. And uh, before we knew it, got out of hand. And, uh, well, that was the end of the Ironstone clan. Hmm. Wait, so it ate you guys? Some of us. Uh, the rest just ran away. Can I, like, supplement his information with my information? Sure you can. That I have in my book? Yeah. Start flipping through my giant bestiary. Blue pretends to fall asleep during that story. <laughs> <laughs> As you're walking. It's yeah, just <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of information on the digester in your bestiary, uh, as you might recall from last time. Um, there was a big old like question mark where the picture was in your book. Uh, no sort of image there, and it just sort of gave you some basic information. Is there uh, anything new now that we've faced it in combat? Yeah, I think it just says. Um, Digester, digester, digester. I can't say that word now. I picked the wrong creature to this adventure. Um, And it just says, eat stuff. Hmm. Wow. Thanks, game. (laughs) Shut it. Um, (laughs) And uh, Doug says, you'll come across all sorts of wild and wacky experiments down here but most of them i won't imagine be too friendly to outsiders so uh just make sure you keep your oh boy doesn't sound like they're too friendly to insiders either (laughs) i'd suppose not little one um and uh as he leads you around this last bend in the passageway uh he says now you want to head off this way down this uh mine shaft here and this should take us pretty much all the way to the bottom uh and as it levels off and he continues to float forward the rest of you are forced to stop um as the mine shaft here the this this um uh, ramp that this mine cart uh, uh, railway was uh, built off is collapsed and there is this large hole here in this this um, there, there are walls on either side and there's a roof with stalactites hanging down from the ceiling but uh, beneath you and where this walkway would have been um, has long since rotted and broken away uh, and Doug just kind of keeps floating forward uh, <laughs> uh, not really responding to gravity um, as he realizes you're all stopping he turns around and he says Oh, dagnabbit. I should have remembered. You all need to walk, don't you? Uh, I, I apologize for that. I like the man that in one conversation says fuck and also dagnabbit. It's so much worse. <laughs> Depending down here in the dwarf, <laughs> dwarf world, that's the worst thing a man can say. Dagnabbit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Somewhere Doug, Doug's we need to mother walk. is rolling in her dirt grave. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably just around the corner. 
<laughs> I heard that. The ghost dwarf just comes out of the wall and starts beating him over the head with a with a cane. I'll teach you to use that kind of language. Okay. <laughs> His uh, little nephew he... Diglett is very upset. <laughs> uh, yeah, he... Doug, we need to walk. He says, well, uh, that's going to be difficult um, yeah. coming this way. But, oh, I know. Uh, here, let's walk over this direction. He goes to like a T intersection that you pass and follows that down a little bit. And the carts don't come this way, but there's a stone passage and it leads into a uh, larger room. He says, there were all sorts of little... Uh, mechanical creations and other uh, things that these uh well innovators i guess you could call them uh came up with to try to earn a earn a penny on the side uh but there are a couple i think still running around here that might uh help you out and you're passing by all of these um like broken machines um there are some mine carts and things like that that are being repaired there are also some things that are a little more complicated and have like clockwork elements to them and um things that sort of resemble vehicles uh but at the end he uh, walks you or floats you up to a uh the largest creation that looks like it's still in one piece it is a um uh brass or uh bronze cylinder um with a couple like crystals and, and levers and all these sorts of tubes running around it. Uh, and um, there are uh, sort of holding it up. There's this combination of wheels and um, these sort of spider-like appendages off to the side. Uh, and he says, uh, there are, uh, well, there are a couple things that they've made uh, around here that uh Helped us, uh, help the dwarven folk get around uh, a bit. And uh, I think this one might help you a bit. It, it doesn't really require your uh, conventional roads to uh, move from uh, uh, one place to another. Uh, it might, might be able to get you on your way. Oh, uh, does it use the technology of legs? Uh, yeah, you could say that, but I, I it, it can move on the walls and other thing. Other my things. mind is blown, Doug. Uh, they had a cute name for it. Oh, it was, oh, uh, the dungeon crawler that was the name. Uh, so you're welcome to use it as you see fit. I, I, I both really like that and really hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say both. Emotions are very strong in me right now. I <laughs> I don't both. <laughs> I am both. I am I am de both. I like it. A dungeon crawler. All right. I like it. So uh where's the where's the pilot seat in this thing? Uh well where's the captain sit? <laughs> uh you're just gonna have to climb in the, the hatch up there and um I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I really don't know much about how it works. I just saw it in action a few times. I think, uh, but you, you all seem like smart folk. Uh, be able to figure it out for yourselves. Uh, so just have at it. Get on in there. See how it works. I look at Blue and go, yeah, get along, little doggy. And <laughs> say, I don't get that reference. And then I try to climb up <laughs> and s scramble into the, the crawler. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's like a little hatch on top that you uh, untwist and then and pull open on its hinge uh, and climb inside. And it's pretty cramped in here. Um, the three of you will be able to fit. It's probably not super comfortable for uh, Tal and, and Aster, uh, but it's uh, it, given your height. I think both of you are like human height in the mm -hmm. game. Um, yeah. So it's a little yes. cramped. Uh, Blue, it's it's pretty roomy. Uh, for I'd you, like, maybe does it take like a little bit extra to actually reach things, though? Like, probably, probably for you, everything's just like just like a couple inches out of reach. You just yeah. got to move around a bit more. Um, and there is, uh, there are three chairs, and they all sit like one behind the other, or uh, uh, and it looks like each one has like sort of a different, um, like set of of gears and instruments around it, different nice. purpose, um. And, but each one does have uh, within reach of it these different levers and knobs and uh, buttons and all sorts of like different doodads to, to mess with. Um, 
to hopefully move this thing forward. Um, well, it's a good thing Wist is getting eight right now because she want to be able to fit in here. Know how? If she wasn't getting eaten right now, we wouldn't have to be in this thing. What do you mean have to be in this thing? This thing is amazing. It's very small. It'll be interesting to see how it handles. It's very oh. small. You're both weird. I'll show you. <laughs> pull a random handle. Uh, <laughs> <just> a... <laughs> you pull oh, a random God. handle, uh, and it just the whole thing kind of shudders for a second, uh, <laughs> and then you hear this like as this engine kind of begins to to warm up, and it gets really loud inside. Um, <laughs> and uh, there is uh, a flash of light. And from the front, Blue, I'm sort of imagining that you're in the front of this right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Blue, you see through this uh, this glass um, panel in front of your glass window, uh, in front of you, two, like, two of the crystals uh, at the front of the tube light up like headlights, um, and you get everything is illuminated <laughs> in front of you. Uh, the rest of you in the back, um, the person sitting in uh, the middle, directly underneath the hatch, uh, the hatch sort of closes and a like periscope drops down. Um, and off to the side, there, there are like two other porthole windows at, with like a filter on them that gives it sort of this like infrared vision as you look out to the sides and you can see um, like some little bugs and things outside that are kind of illuminated in this. It, it, you get kind of an idea of a... Uh, uh, you can keep a good eye on everything around you, um, sort of the navigator. And the person in the back uh, probably has the hardest time hearing as it is sort of the engine, near the, where the engines are. Uh, and you can see all the machines and the gears and things moving. And underneath your seat, um, you kick it accidentally, Whoever who's in the back right now. Um, is the middle the part with the most windows? Yes. Yeah, towel's in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, I was so, gonna say Aster's probably like looking at the engine a little bit. So yeah. So Aster, you're in the back, and your foot kind of kicks a little box underneath you. You look underneath. There's a toolbox um, underneath your seat, and uh, seemingly for maintaining this uh, contraption back here. Okay. Okay. Now you all have your roles. We can continue. Uh, <laughs> Blue, do you just continue to pull random levers until the thing moves? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what each one does, I, I guess. And uh, um, yeah, just experiment. Okay. Yeah, you do. So you pull one and the whole thing kind of lurches forward and starts like like moving really quickly. You pull that one back and it sort of slows down to uh, uh, more of a crawl. Um, and the, in front of you, there's another uh, like a wheel and you pull that and it's pretty intuitive and you can move the machine from side to side. Um, there is a, another, a few other levers off to the side and you sort of realize what those are as you're getting down the passageway and you're getting closer to the, the edge. Uh, you sort of pull the wheel to the side um, and, the cre and the machine, one of the spider legs kind of doosh, sticks into the wall and begins to pull the machine up. And as you do, the whole interior is beginning to list slightly uh, and you pull one of those levers to sort of gain balance. And as you do, the cylinder writes itself and sort of maintains uh, sort of equilibrium or uh, sort of a gyroscopic um, balance uh, as the you know, whole contraption uh, ends up on uh, kind of following along the wall. Are there seatbelts in here? Uh, no, I don't think they thought that far ahead. <laughs> okay, oh, towels in the middle going, oh God. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and as you're tally in the middle and sort of slightly panicking, suddenly a ghostly face pushes itself through the wall, uh, oh. and it's Doug, and he goes, "Doug, like y'all are—I'm sorry, didn't mean to startle you, uh, but it looks like y'all are getting along pretty well. I'm just gonna be hovering out here and uh, keeping an eye out, and uh, following you along the way. Uh, just bear in mind, there's a." Uh, there's lots of things around here you might want to keep an eye out for. Great, thanks. Like what, Doug? Oh, you'll see. You'll <gasps> see. But will we? Oh, I don't and like the sound of that. Out of the, I out of the hate this guy. I hate this thing. Can we please just go? It's very he's small like, in here. He's like the least helpful, helpful person. <laughs> okay, right? <laughs> please. Well, please just drive the thing and don't kill us. Yeah, let's get out of here. 
All right. Well, we'll see what we can do. Uh, hang, hang on. I to, to I don't know. There's something. Uh, Is there not a cup holder in here? I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I don't know where he has a drink, but he has a drink. <laughs> yeah, you have a drink. Uh, I think as you say Ogla that, Ogla showed suddenly... up ten minutes late to the fight with Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. I think as you say that, so there's a shing and a little uh, a little ring uh, kind of slides out from the wall, <laughs> perfectly. And it squeezes it too hard, just like warps <laughs> out. <laughs> oh no! Um, um, no. <laughs> As you are pushing forward, and this thing is just like, goosh, 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 like uh, driving these uh, legs into the wall, and uh, it, it's a it's a violent process, uh, and the whole thing is sort of rattling and shaking a lot, like the worst uh, like old roller coaster that you might have ever been on. Um, and uh, blue, as uh, as you are um, sort of trying to steer this thing the best you can at this angle uh you do notice in front of you um your uh one of the legs sort of drives into the wall and there's a bit of like a a shutter uh, as it seems to push through a little bit further than the rest um and you can see this fault in the wall um kind of cracks and splinters and there isn't like a it, it, the, the wall itself doesn't slide or collapse and you keep your space but you do look up and you see this row uh, or line of stalactites on the ceiling um, one of them kind of shakes a bit and slowly you see it crack and then begin to fall down uh, towards you what do you do okay um, so my first thought <laughs> well, I Ed, you, correct me if I'm wrong. With how are the legs really long? Yes. Are they? So I'm going to try to just like go, uh, frightened goat leg and just like try to like spread out away from the ceiling and hopefully the slot type falls <laughs> between just straight through. Legs, straight through. <laughs> okay. And hopefully, I have enough purchase where that doesn't just fling us off the wall. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is happening, and you guys hear Blue sort of panicking up in the front. I will say, um, Tal, there's probably not much you could do in this situation, but I'll have something for you to do in a second. Okay. Um, but Alora, you could, uh, or Astra, you could help uh, in the back if you wanted to. Um, okay. Attempt uh, to do so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Um, there's a way. So he's like shaking it out. Uh, I don't know if it has like. <laughs> like a little grippy feet I could like activate so it like holds onto the wall better as he sort of okay Aww. so I'm gonna have you roll because you have all this machinery back there and you're not quite sure what everything does I'm gonna have you roll a defy danger with intelligence okay and this will maybe give blue a boost on his roll okay uh, uh seven seven okay on a mixed success humble head flinch okay um i'll say that you can accomplish this uh with uh, some of the legs sort of gripping into the wall a bit more um and kind of overloading some of the servos and the 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 kind of interior mechanisms of the the craft um mm -hmm. in order to do that you're going to put some strain on the uh, machine so um, you're not quite sure what that will entail in the future, but uh, it could could cause some damage to it. Okay. Okay. And in exchange, Blue will get a uh, plus one on his roll um, that he is about to do. Uh, so if you're good with that, uh, then Blue, I'm going to have you roll uh, Defy Danger using uh, Dexterity. Okay. That's going to be good. That's going to be really good. That's 14. 14 okay uh with a 14 you uh flip the switch and the whole thing goes away from the wall uh and you just all hear this rattling noise as the uh stalactite goes oh wait 15 15 with the plus one so, but that doesn't matter sorry <laughs> oh yeah uh well with a 15 actually what happened no. uh on so with that it just passes straight through you do you get kind of jostled around as i think it bumps slightly against some of the legs um but it it mostly passes uh through um 
unabated uh, and then hits something below with a um, with a large uh, crunching noise and there is a uh, the shattering of stone and there's this large sort of echo just do 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 that echoes throughout the cavern and then pull back towards the wall <laughs> okay uh, you pull back and the whole thing and the whole thing shudders once again kind of as it's like trying to get back into place and uh it starts trying to move again it's having a, the dungeon crawler is having a hard time uh pulling itself along the wall and some of it uh having taken some damage but uh <laughs> give me oh, no, <laughs> um tal what are you doing uh try not to have a panic attack okay anything so else or just um, sure. I just Tal's feeling a little claustrophobic. Um, also, I have like a like a periscope type mm-hmm. deal, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm going to try to look ahead of where we're going. Sure. So as uh, to uh, warn our skilled pilot of any upcoming danger. All right. Roll to uh, discern realities. Uh, is that wisdom? Yes. Well, five. Five. Like I okay. said, um, I think Tal's claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah. So you're peering into the darkness and you're having a hard time. So everything just looks the same in front of you. Uh, and it's it's getting difficult to really uh, make out oh, no. anything in detail. Uh, and and it, as you're just staring and staring, you're looking for something. There's like a little bit of movement. Uh, and then from behind you, the face of uh, Doug uh, pokes in again. Oh, uh, he says, I, I, "I don't mean to tell you how to how to do your your job there, but uh, it might help more if you weren't looking at the wall." No one asked you, Doug. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, also, um, you may have gotten some attention from some uh, critters out there in the darkness that you may want to want to tend to. Thank you, Doug. All, all right, all right. Well, I just I don't know if you've dealt with it. They're pretty nasty sort um i don't I, I can't remember the name oh shoot it's gonna come to me so and you begin to hear off the distance kind of like like the sound of like wings beating he says oh yeah that's right that's right um they're they're uh what are they called bear owls bear owls that's the name great thank you doug Uh-oh. can i take oh, okay. out, i'm gonna take out my book and look for not bear owls <laughs> okay i'm gonna look for owl bears okay uh, you look for Albers and book and you flip to it um, and you can see uh, a um, a page on is there something you have to roll for using your uh, do it it's been so long no when you first encounter an important creature okay um you do so you you, you anticipating uh Albers, you, you pull out your book and you uh, find the page on them and you uh, get a good rundown of these big kind of hulking beasts with this uh bear body and this the the head of an owl and there uh, there's a description about the ferocity of these creatures um and their uh uh their their nature um so you get kind of a a rundown on them um and i skim through it real quick and then just real quick i flip back to b just to make sure there isn't anything called bear owls um you flip back to b uh and you find you do find a page that says bear owls but there's another like big question mark on it um and no information then uh, there's just like this kind of like error like um like data not found on that okay i will flip back to owlbears (laughs) okay uh and you begin to hear uh the, the sounds of the wings flapping getting getting louder outside uh, and you peer out the window through one of the portholes um, to your to your right, uh, away from the wall. And uh, blue, you can sort of see this too. You see the shape of something moving off in the shadows uh, in the cavern, and there is uh, the sound of many wings beating as you see a flock of creatures um, approaching your. Um, your your craft and uh what you see as they enter the light are the roundish feathered bodies of owls each one with the gaping head of a bear (laughs) soaring through the cave in your direction they'll go and i Uh, say 
Oh no, looks like trouble's brewing. <laughs> so good. What'd you say? I can't hear. What? See, it was a good one. You'll hear it in post. Oh my god. There else. Uh, so my book does say I can ask the GM any one question about it, and they will answer truthfully. Yes. What is your question, question about Barrels? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> uh, what are they? No. Uh, what are they vulnerable to? Um. These bear owls. Besides lollipops filled with salmon. Okay. Um. I think they are uh, the, the readings come through and again it's like the air message goes away and there's like a message like what and like the, the book itself seems confused for a moment uh, it's just like okay fine I'm talking uh, the book I'm like I know I'm sorry just like please help me they are vulnerable to loud noises okay I will share that with everyone else in the form of more panic and also oh you've got to be kidding me they hate loud noises loud noises okay uh can i do this with communication <laughs> nope the uh nope just gonna do illusions well i feel like our thing is making a lot of noise this crawler thing maybe if we somehow make it make more noise maybe we'll scare them off how far are we from the ground? Uh, oh, I hate that the, tone of voice. You can't see the ground from where you're at. But when the stalactite fell, uh, it fell for a few seconds after it went past you. Okay. Are uh, Just really quick looking around, are there any other uh, mechanisms on this walker that I haven't, or crawler that I haven't uh, messed around with yet? Um, yeah, there are... Uh, there are a couple like buttons and levers and things. Uh, there's also kind of a little bit behind you or like to the side. There is a panel with a few buttons on it and uh, this like circular little bit of like mesh um, that from your modern perspective. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Can I turn, can I try to activate that thing? Okay, you you hit the button, and uh, there's this like whining noise of a speaker turning on. <laughs> um, and this is sort of like this panel, and you can see it messing with a blue it's or a towel. Uh, it's like right next to where uh, blue is saying, like right next to his head, um, which is just like a little bit in front of you. All right, so uh, really quickly. I'm going to, <laughs> I said I wouldn't do this before we started recording, but here we are. I elbow my pack really quickly and wake, <laughs> wake up the boys. <gasps> the key I promised. <laughs> I did <You> promise. Promised. <laughs> I broke my promise. I'm so sorry. I'm like, listen, you know what to do. <laughs> Time to get to work. Uh, a little head pops out wearing a little red cap uh, and he goes, oh, uh, what's uh, what's going on out here? Operation Sandstorm. Oh, God. Not again. <laughs> you promised. <laughs> I know I promised a lot of things, but we need you right now. Okay, but this is the last time, our last job. Uh, Suppose and... that's, an, that's only fair for my infidelity uh, dory turns his head to you tal and says oh, we're gonna need some music all right <laughs> you asked for it can i use it on my moves uh sure uh so if i play music will the bear owl owl bears be able to hear it uh it, yeah if you play it uh through you yeah they'll hear it through the speaker okay presumably Great, then I'm gonna kick off the gnomes. Uh, I wanna use my move, it goes to 11. Perfect. <laughs> Which is when you unleash a crazed performance, choose a target who can hear you. Okay. And I just wanna pick the biggest, meanest looking bear owl. Yeah, there's like a flock of them and there's one in the front that looks like he's the boss of the yeah, bear owls. Yeah, I wanna target him. And I roll. He's wearing like a hat. 
He's wearing a hat. It's like a bowler hat. Oh, yeah. that's how you know he's in charge. Uh, yeah. Okay. I roll charisma. I rolled a 13. Okay. And uh, what happens? The Please target, uh, when I unleash a crazed performance, da -da 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 -da, the target attacks their nearest ally. Oh, I did oh, this to the buggies. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, okay. So here's what happens then. You yeah, I have tell to... us this moment of like, oh, you want chaos. <laughs> Fine. You begin to rip on the uh, on your violin. Uh, it's a fiddle. Your fiddle uh, in a so in a crazed uh, performance. Tal's hair is just flying everywhere. Uh, she has a lot of anxiety right now. But it's all cramped in the tiny little thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Aster's right behind me. And <laughs> the, Sorry. Punch in the face with the bow. <laughs> just like. <laughs> No, I rolled a 13. It's very good. You're nearly missing her. It's like those people that do the knife trick between the fingers. It's like, ah! But the bow's just like darting all around. Yeah. Um, and you begin to just unleash this uh, this this riff on the violin at the same time as uh, Dory, Tori, and Rory uh, all uh, hop up to the mic and uh, begin their acapella version of, of sandstorm um which i won't try to recreate i'll leave that for the it's not i'm playing the, the music the boys in post it's not acapella. oh yeah that is true well it's acapella and that there are no lyrics to this song well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, i mean that's fair <laughs> and and you're realizing for a moment you're is you're, you're, you're playing it and it's like it's raging and it's like and and the screeching noise and and you realize there's no you don't have any rhythm and you realize where's buttercup and we cut over back uh around the chasm to the train that buttercup is sitting on <laughs> riding <laughs> into the city uh, reading a newspaper. Anyway, back to you guys. I had to come up with a reason why Buttercup wasn't here. Uh, I, I was waiting on it. Wasn't. Um, anyway. like, I'm out. Yeah. I know uh, I'm beautiful. I'm out of here. Yeah. Okay, well, um, she's following the Yes, she the is guy, following. The guy that yeah. I was trying to follow before. before yeah. You all made me go this way. So, so Buttercup's got like a little like a like a like a derby hat with a, with a newspaper and like <laughs> she's taking like, little sneaky furtive glances over the newspaper and then flipping it right back up. Yes, yes, that's. The I scene have we're trained right her now. in the art of private investigation. Yeah, which you also realize that means Buttercup is a higher level than most of you. So well, let's just that sink. <laughs> Not in. me. Um, <laughs> I could have gone on the ding dang train. <laughs> how 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 level did he have to be? Uh, I think it was level four. Yeah. Oh, we could have yeah. gone together. Yeah, we could have gone. Oh well. Anyway, but that's not where What's you're at right now. Done? As this, you as were this. at Starbucks. Um, <laughs> I have a complicated order. <laughs> as the song rages, uh the the bear owl in the front uh giving off kind of a roar as it's beating its owl wings um their heads being so heavy in comparison to their <laughs> their owl bodies um, i hate them so much i giggled so hard when i thought of this uh, <laughs> like you're not now the owl uh, turns uh, and, and kind of stops and the other flock kind of stops behind him as they're kind of hovering in the air and he turns around towards the other owls, uh, lets out a roar and just bites the face of the one behind him. Um, and that flock uh, that's all kind of been gathering suddenly goes into this free-for-all of all the bears just like uh, lunging at each other and biting each other um, as they have uh, lost any sort of order brought to them by their uh, owl, uh, their bear owl commander. Um, and your vehicle just goosh, 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 uh, goes rushing as fast as it can past the, the bear owl swarm. I rolled very good, so in between riffs, I'm high-fiving the Keeblers. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just glad we never have to do that again. And they all look to blue. We'll make sure that we'll, we'll let you out at the next stop. How about you go ahead and get back into the pick and uh, where it's safe? 
Uh, all right, that doesn't sound so bad. Come on, boys, back in the pack. And the uh, three of them, one by one, cartoonishly jump into the backpack. <laughs> all right, well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, your business is your business. <laughs> I do want to set them free. Yeah, I'm sure. I just don't want them free in this crawler right now. <laughs> They're gonna get squished. It's like when uh, you let the cat out in the car and they keep getting under the pedals. Like, ah! <laughs> ha! I bet you thought you'd escaped me. Not so lucky there, viewer. Uh, very quick at the end of this. Uh, I know this is a bit unconventional. and know we do every episode, but um, uh, thank you for listening. Um, I'm just going to talk you out for one second. Uh, going forward, I'm probably not going to be doing these announcements for every episode. I'm just going to save it for ones that we have stuff going on during. Um, saves me a little bit of time, and it saves your guys' time because you don't have to listen to me ramble on. Um have I mentioned, have I credited our music before? I don't think I have. Uh, if you're interested where we get our theme song, like what you're going to hear in about 10 seconds, uh, is from Incomtech, uh, created by Mr. Kevin McLeod. Uh, it's called Furious Freak. Check it out. Uh, credits to it are on our cast box and probably iTunes listing, though I don't have much control over how fast that updates. Anyway, that's it. Check it all next time. Later.